What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. St. John's just got a win in the opening round of the Big East Tournament this year against Butler. 76 to 63. They'll face off against number one seed Marquette tomorrow at noon. Revenge on their minds, trying to uh, avenge both earlier season defeats in which they gave up 96 points on two occasions. Uh, they did make it interesting in the, in the final minute and the last uh, contest, but came up just a little bit too short. We'll try to change that tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see how St. John's does less than 24 hours after playing today. Of course, you know, that might seem like an unfair advantage, but that's the type of advantage you should get if you're the number one seed. If you win a conference, you should be getting every, you should be given every advantage possible to win the, the tournament, in my opinion. So, the only thing we're really complaining about there is not being a good enough team, if you ask me. And uh, St. John's will get a chance, with all that said, to go out there and, and beat a team that I think they are capable of beating. Um, do I think St. John's is capable of beating them and going on throughout the tournament and, and winning it? No, I do not. But uh, tomorrow, I think, you know, the reasonable effort, um, if they come out with some momentum, some positivity, some confidence, maybe they'll have a shot. We'll see. Um, but anyway, today against Butler – we saw St. John's look pretty good in the first half. They had a 44-29 um, to 29 lead after one. They they dominated Butler on the boards. They beat them up inside, outscoring them 26-14 in that first half. They beat them 24-11 on the, on the boards in the first half. And they got some contributions scoring off the bench in the first half, uh, 11 bench points to Butler's too. So really in, in mostly all categories, St. John's was able to uh, put a stamp in the first half. Butler did not play well in particular, but some of that was St. John's doing. Okay, um, give some credit where it's due. I do think as the game went on, St. John's progressively got sloppier. We were also benefited by the fact that we saw a lot of um, outside shots by Posh, uh, who hit three threes. Uh, Soriano had a couple long jumpers in the first half, and if those don't go in, it might be a, a little bit closer of a game. We might not have that cushion we had that turned out to be pretty useful in the second half, but things did get sloppy. Um, I thought A.J. Storr had a couple of really nice plays in the first half. Uh, the post-up turnaround kind of step through on the baseline comes to mind. Maybe he got away with the travel. I don't know if they don't call it. It's not a travel. He looked good doing it. Right prior to that, he had a, another kind of mid-range mini post-up where he kind of isoed and faced up from the elbow and, and got a nice uh, 12, 13-foot jumper to fall. So doing a little bit more offensively than, and, than just spotting up in the corner. Um, you know, said it all year, and he still doesn't get enough shots. Tonight he had 15 points on seven shots. Great efficiency, but we got most, I think maybe that was fifth on the team in scoring. We'll see later on both the box score in shooting. I'm sorry, not in scoring. So obviously I would like to see him get more attempts and be more utilized even when he's not getting those shot attempts. But, um, you know, we've stressed that all year, and I'm not the only one saying it. Um, I thought Posh, aside from hitting those shots, uh, was active defensively, being aggressive, kind of stirring the drink. Um, Butler's not a very good offensive team, but still uh, Posh did his, did his best to, to make things happen. Still gets caught behind too many screens. Um, but I think, you know, Posh has had a few good offensive games in a row. Uh, confidence seems to be building. Hopefully he can continue this hot shooting streak of his tomorrow against Marquette and give Kolick a run. Uh, Kolick, Big East Player of the Year. 
Obviously, we've seen how good of a player he is, the type of stuff he makes happen for himself and his teammates. And Pasha take that personally. You know, this could be, you know, who knows how, how things will shake out for St. John's after this uh, season. Um, you know, on the garden court, he should look at it as his court, his home court, playing against a point guard who, you know, before this season began, he was picked to be better than. Uh, Kolek has had a fantastic season. Posh has had somewhat of a, a disappointing season. I think in his mind, he's got to be looking forward to this challenge to uh, to take on Kolek, just named Biggie's Player of the Year, on his home court. You know, Posh just thinking it's his home court, and and got to protect it. It's a good challenge, and hopefully, uh, he uh, continues this positive momentum forward. Um, what went wrong? You know, when it, when the game did get sloppy. Butler, like I said, I don't think they ever got under 10, but they at least cut it to 10 at one point in the second half and hung right between that 12 to 14 point mark. Uh, very, very sloppy, St. John's. Um, quick threes by a few guys. King took a quick three. Stanley took a quick three in the shot clock. Uh, Wusu and Jones take their fair share of quick threes. We know that. Um, Wusu, who had uh, a pretty decent overall game, did some things really well. Also, made some really boneheaded passes. We are one of the worst um, teams in the country in terms of feeding the post. Post entries are just god-awful. Too many times we try to lob it after staring it down for three or four seconds, and it's hard to do that when, one, uh, we don't have shooters to stretch the court, and, two, we don't move move well, so the defense gets a chance to really sit on sit in on the help and anticipate that pass. I've, I've mentioned before, we just do not do enough things to get creative, to get a Soriano post entries or, or catches on the move going towards the block um, or on the baseline. And you see, you can almost see it coming 10 seconds before it does. St. John's trying to get him a post touch. And uh, we don't only see that. The opposing team sees that and the help defense sees that. And it makes it a much more difficult uh, process. But the old, uh, you know, ball fake up high and then bounce pass enter into the post is uh, not our forte and, and neither is you know in any other capacity um but with that being said story had a really good game he got uh, a bunch of offensive rebounds as did st john's as a whole and he was able to really put a stamp uh, on this game inside and you know looking at things from you know an overall view he was probably the biggest difference in the game tonight uh, butler was without manny bates and a little bit light inside and uh even though Soriano himself dominated, he might have had even a bigger effect just taking all the attention and other guys were in there getting boards and, and finishing inside as well. Um, so, yeah, the turnovers, sloppy turnovers, some misguided uh, shots perhaps. Uh, you know, one thing that comes to mind is that four-on-two fast break we had where Posh, again, made a fancy behind-the-back pass. The pass got to Jones, but Jones was too far into the basket. He he tried to, you know, throw like a whirling pass out in the perimeter. It was in between Wusu and Store, and neither of them got to it. It was a turnover on what should have been an easy two points or at least a trip to the free throw line. And that's just the type of thing that hasn't been corrected throughout the year, in my opinion. We've seen that far too many times. And you can say it's the coach, you can say it's the player, you can say whatever you want. But when it's over and over and over again, either it's the player's got to fix it where the coach has to demand or has to do something to to limit those mistakes, those correctable mistakes. Um, but, you know, we're just wash, rinsing, and, and repeating here with the, the things I say. So it is it is March, and we have seen these uh, this team for uh, over 30 games this year. 
Um, good things. Like I said, rebounding overall was, was awesome. Uh, the effort I thought was really good aside for a few mishaps getting around screens, which can be pointed to effort in my mind. Uh, the guys are really hustling. They're crashing the boards. They're playing defense. Um, they work really hard on one end and it's almost like sometimes they take a break on the offensive end and we stand around and watch. Um, we, uh, went to Soriano off a couple timeouts and out of halftime things I, I, I want to look forward to just, just to make sure they're making it a purpose to feed that guy. And in those occasions when it was design looks, it wasn't so much four guys in the perimeter all over the top of their head, look to feed Soriano all over the top. It was a, a design set to get him a better look. So credit there. Um, let's take a look at the box score. Much more positive things to highlight today. To see Soriano, another double-double, just continues his phenom uh, phenomenal play all season. 19 points, 15 rebounds, 8 for 13 from the field. Just a great game overall from him. Uh, Store second on the team in points with 15, but seven shots. That was fifth on the sixth on the team in most shots today. That is, I mean, that's insane. That's really, that's crazy. Uh, you do, I mean, it, it's worth noting he had eight free throws, so he might have took, that's four more shot attempts. Uh, but that goes for everybody else out there. So, you know, still not enough shot attempts. And good for him for getting to the line. That's something that we've I wanted to see more from him this year, using that athleticism, using that body of his and getting to the paint and making things happen. Also contributed with three rebounds, two assists. Really good overall game from AJ. Um, continues to improve, continues to uh, show what his worth is. Congrats to him on making the, the All-Big East freshman team. It's a real strange thing to me that he was not a unanimous selection. I know, um, you know, he might have started slow overall, but in the Big East season, he's basically playing 20 minutes a game throughout the whole Big East year. He averaged 10 points. Uh, a, a serious contributor as a freshman, and I can't imagine there were six better freshmen than him uh, in the Big East. Anyway, congrats to AJ. Uh, Wusu, 10 points, 10 rebounds, a double-double, four assists. Uh, he had that one lead pass to Soriano for a dunk later in the second half. They didn't count that as an assist. I'm not quite sure why, uh, but a pretty good overall game, but still some, some of that sloppy stuff, some of that careless stuff really you know, can take away from a positive game. But still, I continue to say he does more – things well than he does bad and on the right situation he could be a real positive asset to a good team uh posh 13 points five assists or i'm sorry five rebounds two assists two steals four turnovers a couple of those again were in the um unwarranted variety you know just careless uh out of control um and it's been far too often the case him and wusu combined for eight turnovers that's just not good production from your backcourt in terms of taking care of the basketball and you can see overall as a team we were only 14 turnovers to our 10 assists so a negative assist to turnover overall as a team and store was the only player on the team to have a positive assist to turnover uh, ratio tonight in the game on the bench jones contributed with 12 points pretty good shooting six for 13 from the field over four from the three-point line which you know tells me that he, he was more successful than he is usually uh, attacking the rim six for nine inside the three-point arc I'd like to see him do that more often. Um, but, yeah, uh, the only real negative as a team, aside from those turnovers, 6 for 20 for the three-point line is going to be tough to beat any real uh, real quality teams like uh, Marquette, for example. You can see uh, team by team, at a glance, St. John's uh, beat DePaul, uh, beat Butler in most all areas. We outshot them, out-rebounded them. Um, the only thing we did worse than them was turn it over a little bit more. But that rebounding advantage. 53 to 28 overall, that's, I mean, that is demolishing a team inside. And you can see it, um, you know, 
early on. That's how they built the lead. Uh, 20 offensive rebounds in a game by St. John's. That's just great work by everybody. Um, and there was also a flagrant technical foul, foul, both going against Butler. So two things that oftentimes seem to be always in the wrong direction for St. John's go against Butler. And again, they lose. Those fans have had a rough year. Um, Mata's had a rough season. I wonder what their thoughts are now as opposed to what happened when they hired him back in April. You know, they were riding sky high, um, positive momentum. And then this season has kind of been a disaster. And you see some tweets, some guys online really shitting on the team. And, and who knows? how quickly things can change for a program. Uh, speaking of which, Syracuse, might, might as well mention, Jimmy Beheim retires and they hand the keys over to Adrian Autry. Uh, the uh, succession plan that was once once Mike Hopkins didn't believe to be him is a different Syracuse former player. And I don't really agree with that as just a principal plan. I think you should play the field a little bit and see what you can get. But I also don't know the credentials of Adrian Autry. Maybe he is the best man for the job. Who knows? Um, I won't shed a tear if he's not, that's for sure. Uh, St. John's will play tomorrow against Marquette. Like I said, I'll show you quick my uh, bracket predictions for the Big East Tournament. If you did not watch the previous episode, I had Dave and Cole on, and we broke this down more uh, thorough in, a, in uh, about 40 minutes worth of time. We also previewed the Butler game, which we all got right. Um, needless to say, I'm sure most people were predicting St. John's over Butler. But I think my predictions are right here. I like uh, Marquette to beat us. Unfortunately, that'll be my prediction. I think UConn will beat Providence. I think Xavier will beat Seton Hall. And I think Creighton will beat Nova. I then think uh, UConn will beat Marquette in the four over one. You can call it an upset. And I think Nova will beat Xavier in another somewhat of an upset in the bottom side of that bracket. In the finals, I think it will be UConn versus Nova. And unfortunately, I think UConn will be too much inside to beat uh, to for nobody to handle, for anyone to handle in the Big East Conference tournament. And UConn will unfortunately get to celebrate in the Garden Court. And maybe I'll shed a tear that night. Who knows? But anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Keep, I do appreciate it. Uh, please keep tuning in. Please check out the, the previous episode if you hadn't listened to that one yet. Uh, follow along, subscribe, leave a like, leave a comment. Whatever the case may be, I do appreciate it. Uh, for Anthony Mason Jr., this has been Pat Kane, the Redstone Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.